This is the Pooja and Gurdip podcast from 98.1 CHFI Studios in Toronto, Canada. Hey Toronto, this is Ed Sheeran. This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Brian Adams. This is Adele. This is Madonna. It's Michael Bublé. And you're listening to the Pooja and Gurdip show. It's fun. They're amazing. Are you buttering some toast? If you are or you're planning on doing it, I want you to think about how far you're going with the butter. Are you that person who just sort of does like a really quick swipe? Are you a person who has to make sure the butter goes edge to edge? You know, it hits all of the corners. Or maybe you're a clumper. You're somebody who just like doesn't really care. You put on a bunch of butter and then there's like clumps that melt in corners. Which one are you, Bossman Blair? I'm a glider. You're a glider. Yeah, I don't need to go to the edges. It's just like, let's get the job done and move on. Okay. Okay. Gliders have a calm and easygoing nature. This is according to a personality expert. How you butter your toast, there's a direct equivalent to who you are. Everybody knows that. So you're easygoing. Uh, you go through life unbothered by obstacles or stressful moments. You can stay calm when the others around you are shocked. You're yeah. also a very good listener. My bread knows me so well. <laughs> <laughs> it's the butter. I'm so glad you were what listening. Did you say, by the way? I, didn't, I didn't hear that. <laughs> okay, I have a feeling, producer Steph, your first, total coverage. First, I want all the characteristics, then I'll tell you which one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, wait till you hear I am what a total edge. coverage yeah. person is. Okay, so <laughs> these people are methodical, mm. precise, mm-hmm. usually the most organized among their friends, and typically the one to plan group activities in advance. This habit also shows control. Mm, Hello. No, no clue what you're talking about. Let's rewind (laughs) to 30 seconds ago when you were like, tell me what the answer is before. Uh, Leaving any part of the toast uncovered is half finished to them. And also just a waste. And like you don't eat, if you're buttering it, the purpose is to have butter on every piece of bread. It's just weird not having butter on there then. Then just eat dry toast. I'm I'm with you. And finally, the clumpers, the people who, you know, leave a little clump of of butter to just melt. uh, Quite scattered, most likely to be late to appointments. They think they have more time. They think outside of the box. Uh, They don't care about... They're spreading. They're just happy to have toast. <laughs> That's my boyfriend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, please. Yeah. I'm just spread it properly. Yeah. It's about sustenance for what are, them. What are you? So uh it's interesting because I was like, you know, I think I'm I'm total coverage, but then when I heard the description, I'm like, no. So I'm, right. I'm, I'm just <laughs> opting for another one altogether, which is the double cider. <gasps> People who what? Who butter the front and the back. Ew, that's so messy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like the more butter, the better. And guess what? Those people, they're so unique. They're described as creatives. They're extroverts. So you got to read the characteristics first (laughs) in that picture. Oh, wait. I guess I'm edge to edge. Never mind. From CHFI Studios. It's the Pooja and Gradeep podcast. Have you heard of Milestone Moons? Milestone moons? Yes. Milestone. When I say milestone moons, what comes to mind? <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> I've heard of a milestone and I've heard of like a honeymoon. Okay. Yeah, you're getting there. So like, you know, people go on honeymoons. People go on baby moons. That's become a thing, right? Where you go away before you have a baby. Okay, that I've heard of too. Right? Yeah, yeah, Now people are just saying, hey, we've done great things in our lives. We don't need an excuse to plan a trip. Let's just celebrate a whole bunch of milestones, whatever that might be. It doesn't have to be a honeymoon or a baby moon. Oh, like like if you got a new job. Yeah. So it'd be a new job. Moon. moon. <laughs> I love that. That's great. If you got a new house, let's say. Moon. moon. New house moon. <laughs> new house moon. That's what you would put on the invite. Turning 30, that's a big one now. Moon. 30 moon. 30 moon. 
<laughs> we should have done a moon when we got this job. We oh, missed a real opportunity. Yeah, dream job moon. moon. Yeah. It just like rolls off the tongue. I love that. It's really giving yourself permission to celebrate yourself. It's very self-indulgent. Mm-hmm. And, you you know, obviously you have to have the means or you'd be saving up for this. You started working out recently. I've known you for 13 years. And every time you've probably tried, I'd say half a dozen times over the time I've known you, you're like, Gertie, I'm going to start working out. And I'm like mm-hmm. rolling my eyes because mm-hmm. it lasts a day. And then you're like, working out sucks. I'm like, I don't see any results. Where's the six pack? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Pooch, it's been an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you've done four sit-ups. Uh, you've been working out for a solid three weeks, a month now? Almost a month. Yeah. Almost a month. Mm-hmm. Moon. Oh, so we're... we're- Workout moon. moon. Yeah, I mean, I'd say it takes 28 days to form a habit. I think you're in it. Is it weird that now I just want to plan something just so I can get you to say moon? No, not at all. Going to the fridge, moon. I went from not knowing what this was about a minute and a half ago to now being fully on, because this is how I live my life. I think life is short. You got to celebrate these things. Going to the grocery store, moon. Moon. Doctor's appointment, moon. I just got Velcro shoes so I don't have to tie them, moon. (laughs) Okay. Milestone moons, whatever they might be for you. Go ahead. Have fun. Add moon to it. This is this is my new love language. Yeah. This is Ooh, great. What if you moon someone? Moon moon. Moon moon. <laughs> <laughs> the Pooja and Gurdiv Podcast. From 98.1 CHFI. Okay. Do you remember during the pandemic, people were so concerned about the backgrounds during Zoom calls that they started to really up their bookshelf game, right? Because people would be obsessed in those long meetings where they'd just be looking at everything behind you. So you wanted to make sure you had a decent looking bookshelf. And for a lot of people, even when it comes to designing their home, it's all about it looking really good, right? Like the colors are complementary to your decor. Uh, These are books that you have maybe read, not read. They're like coffee table books, you know, that kind of thing. That's all out. Apparently now, bookshelf wealth is a thing. It's trending on TikTok when it comes to home design. And it's all about books that you've actually read and you curate them. Like you pick the books that you love, but it's like messy. There's the colors are all over the place. The whole thing is it's supposed to make it look like your house is cozy, lived in, that you actually read. You know? I don't know if I have any books that I haven't read though. Well, oh, I, okay. I have books that I have not <laughs> read. I'm, Why I, do you have them? I'm infamous for like, I got to get that book. And then I get a book and then I read two pages and I'm like, I'm tired. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have many books that I haven't read. And when I looked at my bookshelf, I was like, oh, okay. Because I was reading the story. I'm like, what's my bookshelf wealth look like? What could it look like? Oh, my. There are some titles on my bookshelf, like a lot of self-help. You can tell almost there was a phase where I was single, clearly. Um, based on some of the books. Uh, one of them was Single on Purpose. That's what it's titled. <laughs> the other one is How to Not Die Alone. And then there's one. This is my favorite one. It's got a title that I can't say because it's got uh, some expletives in it. But the line underneath the title is From Doormat to Dream Girl. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, Boss Ben Blair, if you look at your bookshelf, what's on it? I have the full set of four dummies. Everything for dummies. Oh, my gosh. That's all I got. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> and Moby Dick, just to make me look Okay, okay yes. That, deep. Well read. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. I also have four dummies, <laughs> uh, including, like, parenting for dummies, which oh. I didn't buy. <laughs> Somebody gave it to me, which also makes me think, wait a minute. Oh. You can't be presumptuous. <laughs> Then I'm going to be a dummy. They were just trying to make sure you know all the little tips and tricks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Producer Steph, what's on your bookshelf? I have a ton of cookbooks. 
Oh. Like a ton. That you've actually used? I've used at least a recipe in each, if not more. Nice. And then I have some older books from like when I was a kid. Like I have a series of like the Lemony Snicket books. My kids have the Bone series on there. nice. Then I have like stuff from like English Lit because I took like a lot of English Lit. I have like my Oscar Wilde and Jane Austen stuff. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So you're you're one of those people who like you cared about what the bookshelf looked like, but you read it. I did read it. So it counts as bookshelf wealth. Okay, good. You are the wealthiest. Of us all. Am I? (laughs) (laughs) The Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. This is the Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. You love putting together a charcuterie board. Oh, yeah. Cheese yeah. and charcuterie are my, like, I don't know, my love Your language. Your love language? Oh, my, my friend Sonia says the same thing, that charcuterie yes. is her love language. Like, my husband and I, we, and during the pandemic, we did this a lot, too. It was just sort of like a thing, a ritual we had with one another where once a week we'd cut up some cheese and get out some charcuterie and some wine and just sit and catch up on the week and how things are going. Did you, love it. Did you let him help? Because I feel like you might no. be a control freak with the... Uh, with the charcuterie. Not board. a control freak, but I mean, I, I like to look at pretty things. And so I like my board to look pretty. And if he helped, he it just wouldn't. slaps some meat on it, yeah. throws some cheese on there, doesn't even chop it up. I will tell you, I make a very, you know, pretty board and he messes it up within five seconds. Well, so just he digs in just, for something. Just hands everywhere. Just, ugh. Is there a, like, give me like a secret or two to making a good charcuterie board? Like, what do we, what do you need to know if you want to, because I find it intimidating. Well, I think that sometimes, you know, people will go and they'll put in like a whole wedge of whatever cheese. And okay. I find that intimidating. When I go to a party, like, I don't want to be the one to go and, like, take a big chunk off. And, and then they put one of those little awkward cheese knives in there. Don't yeah, make me do work. Don't make me. I don't so, want to come to your party and do work. I'm not cutting your cheese. So my tip is cut it up. Cut okay. it up for people. And then display it in a way where, you know, it's kind of, like, cute. I love that. Um, yeah. Automatically, I want to come to your party. <laughs> Okay. Now I just need an invite. I thought you would come because you're my friend. No, but, but like, okay. now that I know you have a very inviting, uh, not labor-intensive cheese board, <laughs> I want to be there. Labor-intensive for me, That's not fine. for you. That's fine. You're the host. That's okay. <laughs> I like that. I feel less intimidated. Well, to make a you have board. weird criteria of why you show up to people's <laughs> homes for parties. But... You invite me, I'm like, what's the charcuterie situation? <laughs> is, it cu- is it cheese cut up <laughs> for it, me? Is a cheese break cut? I didn't know it. <laughs> From CHFI Studios, it's the Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. So I got together with the family over the weekend for my niece's 25th birthday and we were with all of our cousins and their cousins' kids and everyone was going around the room talking about their pet peeves and uh, my 16-year-old nephew comes to his turn and, you know, everybody's naming their pet peeves and it's things that you know, like leaving cupboard doors open, not pushing in the chair, you know, people not saying thank you when you're driving, the normal pet peeves. It comes to my nephew, who's 16, and he's like, I don't like whispering. I don't like whispering. And I'm like, whispering? Like he doesn't like whispering himself or he doesn't like the sound of people whispering? He doesn't like other people whispering to him. And I'm like, this is your pet peeve? He's like, what's the point? He's like, I can't understand anything you're saying. All I hear is, pa, and s, and pa, and s. He's like, there's no point. All I'm working so hard to try to hear you. And all I hear is, he's like, just speak, just speak. We can speak in a quiet voice. That's better than my brain hurting with the, and I was like, this is the most specific, peculiar pet peeve I have ever heard. It's so 
individual. But I kind like, of agree with him. I don't like when people whisper right in my ear. That bothers me. I don't mm. like that either. But I don't mind like somebody actually whispering <laughs> right? not in my ear. I've tried to whisper to Gurdeep and he, he just he'll, he'll, he's he'll like, call you out on I it. I have no idea what you're saying, Pooja. Like I I think you think you're like being very extra <laughs> with your facial expressions and you think you're getting the point across. But I have no like, idea what you're saying. And, and see, I, he sounds I, like a beatboxer. Yes. <laughs> That's all he hears. So okay. don't whisper around him. He doesn't want to there whisper. Bossman Blair, can you top that with oh, a yeah. peculiar pet peeve? Not the ones that we all have. This is, well, it's unique to uh, to my wife and I. I can't stand when she hiccups. Like, she's her hiccups? A, like a, I hear her start to, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. And she says, what? What's wrong? And I said, you don't hiccup. Right. What? But she can't control well, it. She, she hiccups loud. She goes, and I'm like, no, you don't have to do that. This is how, like it I'm, sounds painful. Well, this is how you hiccup. You go, you just sort of suppress the the air. Okay. And she's like, and I'm like, no, you're putting it on. She's not. That's my hiccup. No, it's not. She's like, you're supposed to love me for everything and exactly yeah, who I am. No. So I'll hear. Actually, it happened on the weekend. She had a. And I said, oh, no. Oh, no. She goes, no, no. It was just a little bit of a, a throat burp. And I went, are what? you sure? A throat burp? <laughs> so I waited. And I went, okay, your story checks out. But I'm, I'm like, that's not a hiccup. So there's a tutorial on how to hiccup? Well, in my mind. No. <laughs> okay. That is a peculiar pet peeve. That's, you know, one of the stuff I feel like if anybody has a peculiar Pooja, we don't pet have peeve. time. We don't got time. <laughs> Do you have one? I don't, not off the top of my head, like... Everything bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't count. No. You're just like the pet peeve person <laughs> yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about that peculiar pet peeve. I don't know. Maybe Talking about pet peeves bothers me. Gabriel from Toronto. What's yours? People who pick a big, uh, big nose. <laughs> oh, okay. And there is this, this, uh, this friend of mine. Every time I give him a ride, he starts picking his nose. And then he put under my under the seat of my car. No. Oh my God! Gabriel, he me no. Seriously, what are you doing? I'm, I'm like, I feel like open the door and then kick him out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh Gabriel, have you ever called him out or no? I did. I, well, the first few days when I started giving him a ride, I, I was like, uh, it, it is embarrassing, you know. It's it's like the same thing like uh, when someone talking to you and uh, he doesn't have a good uh, a good breath, and it it, it feels like. You cannot tell him. Like, you're not smelling good. <laughs> Gabriel, thanks for the call. Mining for gold. Bad breath. Got it. Uh, getting texts on the text line as well. Uh, this one says, people who leave the stitch in the coattail or keep the 100% wool label on their coat sleeve. Okay, yes. That is a peculiar pet peeve. Uh, let's go to Chantel in Oshawa. What's yours? Well, it's not mine. It's my daughter's. Mm-hmm. Her name is Essence. And she cannot stand the sound of somebody scratching their head. <laughs> like literally? Scratching like literally. Her head? She will like do everything she can to get away from you or <laughs> grab your hand or like, yeah, she just can't stand it. Wow. That is so specific. I don't even know if I heard it, if I would be able to call it out, like know what that sounds like. Uh, well, I didn't really realize that scratching your head sounded differently from anything else until she started <laughs> reacting to it. It doesn't bother her if you scratch your arm, but if you scratch your head, it makes her want to crawl out of her skin. Oh, Chantel, thank you for sharing. On the text line, we have pet peeve, peculiar pet peeve. 
Stickers on fruit. Not necessary. Lots of exclamation marks. Not necessary unless you need the code to, like, type them in. But I guess, okay, it is annoying to have to peel off the fruit. That's true. Uh, Oshawa, we're going to go to Oshawa now. And Jessica, what is your peculiar pet peeve? When somebody borrows my pen and then they break that little clippy part off the cap. How dare they? I know. <laughs> Like, you can keep it. I don't even want it back now. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever called someone out for breaking off the part of the cap? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've actually yelled at a co-worker for it. He thought I was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You can't help your peculiar pet peeves. You can't help it. You can't help it. It's just like, you clip with that. You don't break it off. You use it for clipping. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica, thank you so much for the call. Appreciate it. The Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. That was always my favorite part as a kid going to a Chinese restaurant is like, like I would agree to go because I knew a fortune cookie was coming at the end. It's like agreeing to go to Red Lobster when you're a kid because you knew you get to pick a toy out of the chest. I loved fortune the cookies. They're the best. And you couldn't really find them unless you had takeout. Yes. Now you can buy boxes of them. But mm-hmm. as a kid, it was. It was like a treat. Totally. And you get to break it open. The cookie was delicious. You get a fortune inside. And Boss Man Blair was kind enough to pick up a bunch of fortune cookies for us. Now, I was hoping. Let's all open these. I was hoping that nobody had won the Powerball so that we could use the lotto numbers in here. <laughs> How do you guys open them? What's your technique? I just crack them. Crack in the center. Oh, crack. that's that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you what I do. Okay, so I hold it in my hand like this. And you right. make a disaster. No, and I go. Ha! Huh. What? You hit your Get head. Out. Oh, no. Look! Look! How clean it opens. Look at this. I know, but it opens clean when you do it like no, that. And know, you don't more, smash yourself more in fun. the head. Looks cooler. Looks cooler. Does it? Try it on your next date. Does now. it look yeah. cooler? Try it on date night. <laughs> you have head trauma now, but it's still fun. <laughs> what? Where am I? Okay, Blair, read yours. Okay, stand by, please. In French or English. Others will be impressed with your artistic side. <laughs> Wait, side. Why did you Drama. Was it a two-sider? <laughs> no, no, it got in the way of the microphone. Others will be impressed with your artistic dot, dot, dot side. <laughs> and it has my lotto numbers underneath, so. Steph, what did yours say? Mine, it doesn't know me very well. This uh, algorithm is all wrong on the fortune cookies. Be tactful. Oh. You will save someone from heartache by doing so. Steph, I love you, but you are not tactful. You're very, you're very direct. Really? And that's what I like about you. You're very honest and direct. You tell people exactly what you think. So how do I be tactful? Maybe this fortune makes sense for you because it's telling <laughs> you to be tactful. How do I be tactful? How do I? So then, wait, I it's thought like, I you know, was. You know how, how to be I? tactful? Like, think before you say stuff. <laughs> no, what? Hey, crazy <laughs> idea. Goody, I don't have time for that. <laughs> also, Blair, I'm very impressed with the artistic side, <laughs> by the way. And I'm finished my cookie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, mine says, Le plaisir ne va sans votre... Oh, sorry, wrong side, guys. Um, pleasure awaits your company. What? What? <laughs> what? What does that mean? Pleasure awaits, awaits your company? Like pleasure is waiting for I me? I think it's a girl's name. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Pooja and Gurdip podcast. Listen to Pooja and Gurdip live weekday mornings from 5 to 9. Only on 98.1 CHFI. Toronto's perfect music mix.